I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today is Caroline Britton. Caroline Britton is a life coach. Now then, such a, such have been my interactions with Caroline that I've personally been recommending Caroline to all my pals who I think would be into, quote, that sort of thing. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm old enough and bald enough to know that life coaches aren't for everyone. Some people will roll their eyes and dismiss it. Whereas some people might do that while secretly thinking, mm, I'd quite like to know more about a life coach. Uh, and, and again, a lot of you would will already be all in. You'll love the idea of a life coach. You may have had a life coach. You may know a lot about life coaches. So uh, I'm biased because I think Caroline is amazing because I've had a couple of sessions with her um, and it's been quite transformative. I've already written ar an article. Let's do that one again. I've already written an article. <laughs> it wasn't that hard a sentence. Um for Balance Magazine about my, uh, about, about, uh, sessions I've had with Caroline. And then we met again to record this episode of the podcast. So in this, we talk about what a life coach is, what you might benefit from a life coach. Caroline shares tips as to what you, dear listener, could do today to uh, enhance or, uh, improve your life. Now then, Caroline has timing this very nicely if you want to buy yourself a christmas present strap in for this caroline has a soul circle retreat from the 17th to the 19th of january her website is caroline hyphen britain b-r-i-t-t-o-n dot com uh, i will hyperlink her website and i'll hyperlink this uh soul circle retreat in the episode so as i've said in the piece i'm not yeah i can share this with you um one thing caroline and i worked on was maybe you're a bit like me you always feel like you're chasing after everything and it would be nice for Things just to land on your lap. I I'm not a lazy, but sweet Jesus, I am not a lazy person. Maybe you're the same. You feel like you work every hour God sends and you have that mindset. I think I said, I, I said to Caroline in our first session, it feels like this hustler's mindset where I'm always hustling for work. Where we all know people where things just seem to fall out of the sky and happen for them. So one of the things I wanted to work on was life being a bit like that. And uh, this is absolutely true. After the first session with Caroline, literally waving goodbye to her, she walked down my road. This is absolutely true. My phone rang, offering me the most uh, amazing chunk of work. I've signed NDAs about this particular gig. Um, Sophie, the editor of Balance, if you're listening, it was nothing that uh, would tread on the toes of Balance. It was... Uh, Something in the world of comedy. I just want you to know that. Um, and then off the back of Caroline, I, I was—I got I received a phone call about doing uh, performing on Harry Hill's club night, something that I did recently. 
I'm well aware that the, uh, not, not, I shouldn't say cynics, but some of you will be thinking, yeah, but that's just coincidence. And you know what? Sure. Yeah, maybe it is. But what I would say is that the sheer volume of things that have come my way following my sessions with Caroline, uh, there's been a marked um, shift. I felt a marked shift. Maybe it's a coincidence, but, you know, maybe it's not. Anyway, it's the longest intro I've ever done this. (laughs) But she's what I think what I'm what I'm what it's taken me four minutes to say is on a personal level. I think Caroline is amazing. Oh, also, I ended up performing at the, for, like, apropos of nothing, I performed at the London Palladium, warming up uh, a Netflix show. And if you, you know, if you're into comedy, uh, that you know that that sort of thing is the kind of thing that you dream about as a kid. You know. Anyway, I'm going into five minutes here. Uh, so anyway, you, you, I think you love Caroline a great deal. I can. I'm, I, <laughs> once again, I do not own shares. In Caroline, I'm not being paid to say this, um, but I, I can absolutely wholeheartedly vouch for Caroline. If you wanted to book her services or, as, you know, as we say, not just Caroline, if you want to check out more about life coaches, uh, if you want to find out more about life coaches, I, sh- I should say that was sloppy syntax. Um, then my experiences have been incredibly, incredibly positive. So uh, I would say if it's floating your boat, maybe find out more. And you can find out more with this chat. Uh, the wonderful Caroline Britton. Right, our guest today is Caroline Britton. Now then, this is a, an episode with a difference. Because Caroline is a life coach. And I reckon a lot of you, some of you, probably like the thought of getting a life coach. Or certainly finding out more about what a life coach is. It's why Caroline's here. Um, so Caroline Straight up top, please, can you say what what is a life coach? <laughs> Do you know what? I think it gets, I think it can get quite negative connotations sometimes. I think people think life coaching is kind of like high-fiving and motivational chats or cheesy lines, and it's really not. I think a life coach is an, um, an opportunity to sit with somebody um, who has no judgment, who's able to see beyond the words that you... Um, present them with and to get to kind of the core issues of things that are blocking you and getting you in your way it has um, an ability to move you forward so it's different from I guess therapy and counselling and that we do reflect backwards and we do look at your subconscious and your um, thought patterns but actually the differentiator about coaching is that it's about forward movement movement, which is why I love it so much. So a line you'd said to, so Caroline and I had had a, a life coach session together and it's that was a whole new world for me. And it was, I, I, I promise I don't own shares in Caroline Britton, so I can say this legitimately. Um, it, it was, it was mind blowing. It was genuinely life changing. We'll get onto that. Uh, it's an experience that stayed with me, had more of an impact on me than I was expecting. Uh, so I've done, you know, through working at Balance, I've done a lot of, one-on-one first person session slash experiences call them what you like some of them are brilliant some of them were lovely at the time but uh, a bit like uh some movies the next day i'd forgotten all about it you know even though at the time it was nice whereas this one is this is something that has had a a lasting impact that sounds like i'm doing an advert for you there caroline um one thing i wanted to talk about you know that was a very long build-up was a line you'd said to me was 
therapy and coaching. He'd said that therapy was healing and coaching was all about drive. That really stayed with me. That must be a huge attraction for you as well, I guess. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I am a very practical person. I have a background in a management consultancy, so I love all that kind of strategic, practical stuff. Um, And that is the biggest joy for me. It's not just about people discovering themselves, but it's about the actions you can take to completely transform your life. And when you get the two of them together... That's where the magic happens. So we do the work. We shift any of the resistance you have or any of the you know self-limiting beliefs that are getting in your way. And then we have a practical toolkit to move you forwards. And that's exciting. It's like that's where the change happens. It starts from the inside. You make the shifts there and then you can take the actions to drive you forwards. And that, I mean, I love it because you see the tangible results. It's like Best job. Well, I know you've touched on it there, but one question I wanted to ask was how, how did you get into it? So I know you said about management consultancy. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened? Did you did you did you always in your heart of hearts think that you were going to be a, a life coach, or was it something that came with a, your own personal evolution? Yeah, it came with my own personal evolution. Sure. I think that. Um, like most of us in my 20s, it was fine. Like I had a good job and I was going out and enjoying myself. And then after having my second child, um, I started unraveling. Um, I was really struggling at work. I was struggling with the hours, not seeing the children. Um, I was really disconnected from what I'm about. So I'm a very intuitive person and I... Um, was working in an environment, a lovely environment, but an environment where it's very data-driven, um, it's very ego-driven, and I, um, I just wasn't using the gift that I had. And the problem is when you disconnect from who you really are and the point of you being on the planet, um, it starts manifesting in different ways. So I started getting very anxious, had a panic attack, um, stress. I had MRI scans. I had all sorts of things. I was I was unraveling, really. Um, and then I kind of hit crisis point um, and was signed off from work for a month. And that's where this all began, where I started going within and... Even I'd always worked with people and talent, um, uh, working on HR projects. And I'd always be one of those people who help people. You know, people would always yeah. come to me and ask me questions. I was very wise and very intuitive about people and situations. Um, and I started exploring it and I thought about becoming a coach. And I got a coach and I trained to be a coach. And then everything aligned for me opportunity after opportunity and it was all those doors that were being shut in the corporate world that were causing me so much stress ended up being the biggest blessing for me because it opened up all these other avenues so I always say that 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 I ended up getting shingles and being signed off work but that was the best gift for me because I was forced to slow down and own the fact that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to um and I just made that shift from I was so busy focusing on all the things I feared, you know, not being able to pay the mortgage, um, throwing away a career I'd worked really hard for, trying to reason with myself. And then eventually I thought, well, what if I focus on what I can do? And what if I completely transform my life and build a business and work it around my kids and help people and do all these big dreams I had? And I put it into action. Um, and three years on, I mean, my life is completely different. I must say, of all, of all the people I've ever met, and I'm the ripe old age of 41, uh, you, I can't emphasise enough how happy and content 
you you are in your own skin, but as a person, the now I know not all of our listeners will agree with the you know the term energy, but your your energy, your the, what you're doing is clearly the thing you are supposed to be doing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that I used to be such a thinker. You know, I see this a lot with people. We so often try and think our way out of problems. We're always trying to reason and rationalise. And I, the biggest game changer for me was when I started to try and feel my way into things. So now I'm very gut-led. And the more I'm gut-led, the more this wonderful synchronicity happens. And that can be with clients, with my business. The more that you can get into alignment. So when I say alignment, I mean um, coming into that place. You know where you're just in flow and things just work out and you just... yeah feel like you're doing the right thing and intuitively you're quite connected the more I can practice that the better um, and because I think I'm honoring what I want to do but what I meant to do I meant to be here to help people and serve people and through my journey with everything I had to work on I know that it works because everything that you know this James everything that I gave you and got you to do I have done myself Sure. Yeah. I, and yeah, I yeah. continually mm. work on myself in order to expect others to do the same. I continually invest in myself if I expect others to invest in me. And that is just the most wonderful place to be because I'm constantly evolving, but on the right path. And then all the doors open. Sure. Now, now, could you please explain how how did you become a life coach or if there's someone listening, perhaps... Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a, an episode recently on people wanting to get a career in, in wellness. Uh, some people maybe listen thinking that that's something that they would want to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, do, how did you go about that? So I think the first thing um, I did was get a coach because I think that I wanted to, and I didn't just get one, I had several, but I wanted to be on the other side of the experience to see the impact it had for me, which was a big one. And then you need to go and find a course that suits you. So I wanted to... You don't have to be certified, but I think it's important that you're learning and you have a toolkit that you can go to. So it's working out the best way you like to learn. So I love to learn by reading. Um, So I did an online course and then you submit assignments and so on. So I did that. But the most important thing you can do, and I see so many people get caught up in the theory around it, is you become a really good coach by practicing by doing it so I'd encourage anybody who's thinking about becoming a coach to find a place where they can train but whilst they're doing that to put everything they're learning and put it into action so work with people you know read ferociously listen to podcasts saturate yourself in um, any topics around personal growth about self-development And then you will find your own blend of coaching. So nobody's taught me how I coach. My coaching is a a kind of hybrid and blend of all these things I've read and listened to and exercises I've done. And also intuitively just having a feel with some people about what they need. Now, other than uh, visiting (laughs) caroline-britain.com, how would... Because you're you're Manchester and London, aren't you, generally speaking? Yes. Well, actually, I have started opening up to the US and I've got some clients in France and Spain. So it's kind of... Ah, what, thanks to the magic of the internet? Yeah, yeah. Global domination next. Heard about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Um, So other than yourself, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there'll be a link on the episode, uh, dear listener, but how how might a listener find the, the right life coach for them? 
Word of mouth is a big one. So I get a lot of my clients through word of mouth. Um, I also think it's really important that you nearly all good reputable coaches will give you a lot of excellent free content. So go onto their websites, download it. They'll do um, video books. They'll do free e-courses. They'll do downloads. Read them, work through them, see how it sits with you. That's so interesting. Yeah, all, all of them do. Sure. All the good coaches do. And then always make sure that you read stories from people who've worked with them and have a chemistry call. That's the best yes, thing because you, sure. you, you know, it's of course it's about their skill set, but it's also about the connection that you have with them. And you, as you know, you're talking about lots of um, very private things, and more you, private than I was expecting. Yeah, and you, in the best way possible. You yeah, know? but you do. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to trust that person. Yeah. You need to trust them to peel back the layers. And I know for my coaches, um, I have two coaches. I kind of have a business and sort of strategy coach um, who's amazing, and then I have a coach in um, Australia who's does a lot of kind of clearing work and emotional freedom tapping and so on. Um, and they've become real confidants, you know, because sometimes it's you know it's tough. You know what it's like doing. The work on yourself is so rewarding, but it can really hurt. The mind stuff really hurts. Um, so you need to be in safe hands. Now then, so now when some, I know you took, again, you touched on it earlier, some listeners, when they think of a life coach, they'll think of a very corporate type thing. I think yeah. you are not that, you're not that person. Despite your background, yes. you're, you're not that person. Uh, could you say a little bit about your own style? Uh-huh. Because... The things that you and I are into are not the things that say, you know, my, my wife, it's not, a lot of this isn't her bag. You yeah, know, it's my what, husband too. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's genuine. It's probably why, why we're happily married because yeah. it's, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's good to have a, uh, another half who's into other stuff. Um, however, can I use the can I use the word that you you use? Yeah, absolutely. Quite witchy. Yeah, witchy. So can, absolutely. Could you just explain a, a bit about that? Because yeah. I think what will be happening right now is that some listeners will be going, ah, I'm not quite into the witchy stuff. Other listeners will be going, right, where's my pen? Where's my pen? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? I need this in my life, you, you know. Do you know what's really amazing? I um, I was always a bit reticent to own that more witchy side. And, you know, we've joked about this. All my clients will send me, like, witch emojis. I had a client the other yeah. day who saw a broomstick on the side of a tennis court and said, <laughs> have you left it here, Caroline Britton? You know, I get all of it and I, and I love it. But it's... Um, so the witchiness. So for me, um, I have an ability to um, connect to people energetically and emotionally. And I have an extremely strong intuition on people. So, um, and actually it's got stronger and stronger the more that I have owned that side of me. So when I coach, I am reading you beyond the words you're just saying I'm looking at your energy your body language um I start to get a lot of downloads so I can see um images from your past which you've been on the receiving end of um I can intuitively know where there's a block it's almost like a kind of niggle that won't go away and very interestingly I mean my dad has got a PhD in chemistry I mean this is he came to a workshop recently um and it kind of blew his mind because he's very science Sure. But it's straight down his gene path. So like my great-grandmother, my grandmother, my aunts all had these kind of psychic abilities. And I always knew I had it. But it's just, you know, you just don't want people to think you're strange, do you? But interestingly now, the more that I have owned the fact that I kind of blend spirituality, science and strategy, my business has grown 
exponentially. I have just launched something called a Soul Circle, which is a very spiritual program, and that just sold out within like a week. Be serious. People are really into it because there is a raising of consciousness and intrigue about something more than us. And I think things like the accessibility of books like The um, the Source by Dr. Tara Swart are giving you the facts and the science behind the way our brains work, how the law of attraction works. And that's what I love. I want, I love spirituality and energy work, but I want the proof. I want the science behind it. And there's loads of, you know this from the amount that you read about metaphysics and science and the way our brain works. It's just the way we communicate it. That's all it is. So we, I could communicate it in a very scientific way, or I can communicate it in more of a spiritual, energetic way. It's still, at its core, the same thing. Um, so I think that's what it is for me, is making sure that when I coach, I'm bringing that part to um, really create the magic as well. Because then um, you've got both sides. You've got kind of the practical strategic side and then you've got kind of the witchy downloads. And that's why I think I'm so good. I think it's that's what creates the magic. We, we, we are seeing a, a rise in the scientific explanation uh, for more, you know, quote mark, well-being schools of thought. So name drop, I apologise. I interviewed Deepak Chopra for the the most recent issue of the, the the September issue of Balance, and he said that a scientist had written a scientific take on his new book Meta Human. So he's he's seeing it more and more. And then person you mentioned there, Dr. Tara Swart, previous guest on this uh, podcast, her narrative, in my opinion, is uh, particularly irresistible because she was a law of attraction cynic mm-hmm. wrote this book you know i think hoping to prove that this thing is a load of hogwash yeah and then comes away yeah not only writes this book that has you know exploded all around the world but in the process changed her own life yeah uh, you know she'd been single for a, a long time and now i think she's engaged maybe maybe even married actually um but you know she's she's sort of living proof she she the work she put in and the life she now leads, I and mean, it's it's it is incredible, isn't it? How 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 everything has changed. If you've been into this sort of thing for a while, I mean, I got into it, crikey, nearly twenty years ago. Whenever McKenna's Change Your Life in Seven Days came out, so it, it is, I guess, gratifying, isn't it, that we're seeing this movement? It is, and the proof in the pudding. I always say, just humour it, just try, try yeah. small, and just see what happens, because it becomes addictive. Because once you know, you can tap when you're aligned with a force bigger than you and you're using the mind and the gut the way it's supposed to be used you know what you're focusing on you're attracting back um you can completely change your life and i would encourage everybody just to start small but try it because when you realize that you can tap into this big like support universal support network it's completely life-changing so two things mm-hmm. um I've just, I've only just thought of this, so I'm going to spring this on you. Could we try an experiment with with the listener? Maybe okay. you set some sort of challenge. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then also, what one thing I would flag is, and this is this is me confessing something as well. What what can be tricky is to get into that mindset, can't mm, it? So for so for example, this morning, I was getting my four year old ready for school. I was for whatever I said to my wife this morning. I said I don't know why I found that this I found that extra stressful mm-hmm. i've no idea why uh one-year-old is as good as gold so I, I, I can't flag her in this so this morning i w- i was feeling particularly stressed the coffee on the way here was a 
Huge mistake. Nevertheless, first thing Caroline said, there's a very busy energy about you today. And <laughs> part of me wanted to gently throttle you because yeah. you were absolutely <laughs> correct. Because when you're stressed, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and you someone did, goes, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, that is so true, isn't it, when you're stressed? Oh, you seem stressed. Yeah, yeah, what of it? You know, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you were absolutely correct. Um, but when you are, I guess, someone like me who is, who is quite easily stressed, I, I guess, um, and you are, you know, let's be honest, sometimes you're quite desperate to get into that flow state. It, it can be really challenging, can't it, to... Mm-hmm. I wish it was as easy as I could just yeah. sit down and. If I'm, I mean, I'm asking you this now from yeah. a selfish, <laughs> from a very selfish point of view. When you are, you know, when you are stressed and and constantly busy, like a lot of us are, how on earth do you get into that? Uh, that flow state. Okay, so we've got the yang and the yin energy. So whether sure. we're male or female, we need 50% of each. So yang, masculine energy, busy, striving, achieving, doing, on strength, you know, a lot about forward mo- uh, movement. You've got the yin energy, which is like being, intuition, clarity, stillness and calm. And because of the age we live in, we're in a perpetual state of yang. So what's next? We're busy, we're pushing, we're achieving. But the problem is, in order to be connected to your gut instinct and to have moments of clarity and creativity, you have to have yin in your life. So that that is why when you're on holiday, you always have your best ideas because you have to create space in you, in your mind, in your body to allow other things to come in. So I always say, how can we get more like yin in your life? So you always start with breath. So breath work is a big thing because breath when you're concentrating on your breath, it always brings you back to the present. So something as simple as setting a timer on your phone and doing the three, four, five breaths. So breathe in for three, hold for four seconds, out for five seconds, grounds you. The next thing is trying to feel into the energy. Why do I feel so busy? And most importantly, why do I feel the need to be so busy? Do I only believe that I can have success and things can go my way when I'm hustling and I'm pushing and I'm striving? You've got to try and feel into that. And then this is what I often suggest with talking about a little exercise. What about if you challenge yourself to see if an opportunity or an idea can come when you are in a state of being? So I set myself this target. Is this the experiment bit for the listener? Yeah, that's right. what we're going to do. Here we go. So this is what I did um, in the last couple of, well, I did it and now I keep doing it because I know it works. So I said, what about if I have a month where I don't feel the need to be on, I'm not hustling, but actually I'm coaching and then everything is being scheduled around enjoyment and downtime so I get my I got my month and the first thing I did was put in my gym my meditation obviously around all around the school hours and picking the kids up the walks the meditation the first thing that comes up my ego says well this is absolutely ludicrous what if your business runs out what if this happens and I thought no this is an experiment I'm going to try and double the amount of money I make by having that attitude because I know that it works. And when I'm walking doing my podcast, I'm just saying to myself in my head, I trust her and surrender. I trust and surrender that I'm on the right path, that the universe will open opportunities, that when I'm calm and being, I can be more receptive to it. And it worked. It 
absolutely worked. So honestly, if you could see James's face, you are lucky. It's tr- it really does work. If you don't have to be, I'd be a terrible poker player. You would. <laughs> you would. Um, you don't have to be in this perpetual state of busyness and hustling in order to achieve. That's fear based. The more that you can be, it is. I'm laughing because I am. Doctor Fear, but yeah, and that's, as, you, as you know, you know. that's what I do. That's the first. And I mean, I do exactly the same. As soon as I fear, feel fearful, I go into that perpetual state of yang energy. What more can I do? Who else could I call? Who else could I contact? What else could I do? You know, I really, and then I recognise it's taking me out of alignment because it's based on fear. And when we're in a state of fear, it's very, very difficult to receive and manifest what we want. Um, and you know that we have this kind of emotional guidance system, but we ignore it. So actually, it's not something to battle against when you feel stressed or you feel down or you feel anxious. We've kind of been conditioned to try and reason with it and fight against it. Actually be grateful for it. Okay, it's trying to tell me something. It's trying to show me I'm out of alignment. So what am I out of alignment about? What old stories am I telling myself what old fear-based thoughts do I have? And it's that tiresome activity of getting the journal out, working through it, shifting it and bringing yourself into alignment. And that's what that month was. Yeah. It was about me being in alignment because the more joy that you feel, the higher your emotional vibration. So you attract things at that level. So if we want to make it as simple as possible, try and feel as much joy as you can throughout the day at as many points as you can. And this is not about being euphoric and skipping around all the time. But if you, can, if you can make a choice to feel joy and give yourself permission to feel joy in as many moments of the day as you can, yep. you're automatically raising your emotional vibration. And then energy is attracted to that vibration. So when you're vibrating at a high level, you'll attract things at that experience. It's that simple. It really is. But we so often get in our way because we've been conditioned to think, you know, look at our kids at school. You've got to work harder. You've got to do this. If you're not good at something, you've got to try harder and keep hustling and pushing and working. Um, And actually, we're so conditioned with that that we take it into our adulthood and think that's what it's about. It has to be hard and sacrifice. And if you can do the work to get yourself into alignment massive game changer so i uh, so i promise i'm looking you in the whites of the eyes looking today's dates i i promise for the next month i will not hustle mm-hmm. chase mm-hmm. have this panicked state mm-hmm. and i will i with my hand to god yeah or if you're an atheist you know just hold your hand in the air anyway uh i, I will vow to try and let things come to me so I, I, what i will say in terms of kids what i do I, I try to talk a good game even if i don't live one so i i do encourage my kids to live in joy have i told you this here's a name drop for you have i ever told you this jeff bridges no go on love jeff so i don't think i've ever to, i don't think i've ever told this story on the podcast but this is a nice uh this is a nice bit of life advice um might just might sound like a tiny thing but it's something that's stayed with me so a few years ago i interviewed the actor uh jeff bridges who is a I was going to say he's a huge hero of mine, huge hero of everyone's. I mean, everyone, everyone loves Jeff Bridges. So I'm, I'm, I'm sharing a lot here, but I'm nine and a half. No, I can't be eight and a half, nearly nine years sober, and a movie that just hit me like a 
Sledgehammer is the film Crazy Heart, for which Jeff finally won that Best Actor Oscar, and it's it's a film that that, that at its core is about booze and addiction and a man trying to be a better human being. So on the on this interview, I got to tell in this interview, I got to tell Jeff what a, a profound impact the film Crazy Heart had, had on me and the the song Falling and Fly, you know, all of that, you know. So very much Team Jeff. Uh, and after a while, I said to Jeff, I said, uh, Mr. Bridges, really, let's be honest, I said to Mr. Bridges, uh, what's the secret? Because, you know, you seem to have the world by the tail. You know, he, mm-hmm. he is the dude, you know, he, he, you know, how, how come? What, what life advice can you can you share with us? How, what, what is your secret? And he said that uh, he was a child actor in the in the in the TV series Sea Hunt, I think, in the 60s with his dad. I think it was called Sea Hunt. And his dad played a diver. His dad was Lloyd Bridges, the great uh, American actor. And uh, every day, every day, before Jeff... Now, this is... You're waiting for a big twist of a, of a, in the anecdote, and it's not. It's, this is just straightforward. But every day before leaving for set, his mum would stop him on the porch of the house... She'd crouch down to... I'm nearly crying because this is <laughs> so, so such a lovely thing to hear. His mum would crouch down, meet his gaze, and she would say to him every day, every morning before he left for set, remember to have fun and remember to enjoy yourself. And his point was that imagine the impact that that. that would have on a child... Yeah. So I don't know how young he was, but he was flipping young. So he he heard that every single day throughout his childhood. So every day, whether my girls like it or not, <laughs> I will uh, I will always say to them before they go to school or you know whatever they may be doing to always. I mean, now it's advice. Let's be honest, it's advice that I personally <laughs> need to take on board. But I'll say to them every day without fail: remember, enjoy yourself. Remember to have fun. Um, I mean, I guess. I love that. Yeah, it's nice, I isn't love it? that. Because it's funny, isn't it? You know, we talk about, and I'm sure you've talked about this on your podcast, we talk about manifesting. Mm. So we talk about when we set the intention that we want something and then we feel the gratitude for already having it and then you just sit back and surrender. But the problem is, the biggest blocker is that people, um, they don't surrender. So when you're trying to manifest something, you accept it as having been done. So if you set an intention, you want something to happen, and then you spend your whole time trying to control the outcome, because remember, we're co-create, we're always co-creating with the universe. You know, we get so, and I do this as well, we get so caught up in the how. The how's none of our business. And that's why we don't need to be hustling and pushing. We just need to be in a state of receptivity so that when some opportunity comes in, we're emotionally able to notice it and accept it that's it and if everybody can practice that about what happens if I don't try and I don't keep trying to control this and I just surrender and I stop worrying about the how I'm going to meet that guy or lady or how I'm going to buy the new house or how I'm going to make that money I was was sorry what I was going to say there is if you do care about the how read Dr Tara Swartz the source because because that is kind of what the, the that's what she's trying to explain in the book. Because a lot of so I think you know Rhonda Byrne in the Secret she she would say don't worry about the how you've yeah. just got to you know yeah. I think her line is you don't worry about how electricity works yeah. you just accept yeah. so it's something like that isn't it? And I think Dr Tara Swartz really cared about 
the how. Yeah. And so she, in her book, she does explain yeah. how, the, the, you know, she uses brain scans. Yeah. She uses extensive research. And I, I think, I think if you, if you, tell me I'm wrong here or, or certainly add to whatever I'm missing out, part of the explanation in Dr. Tara's book in terms of the how from the brain scans is that by focusing on a thing, you are almost awakening that part of your brain, aren't you? That's, that's. Yeah. And so when I say the how, so I mean more like the things that need to happen to do it. So say you want to manifest um, an extra £20,000 a year coming in. And then the immediate thing we do is we start thinking, well, how could that happen? So I could get a pay rise in my existing job. This could happen. So really interesting. Because then you're going to worry yourself into the yeah. ground, aren't you? Yeah. So let's use I want an extra 20 yeah. grand. And I mean, I'm such an overthinker. Yeah. I, certainly maybe a few years ago when my overthinking was at peak peak anxiety level, I would lie awake at night. I mean, crikey, I could only dream of earning an extra 20 grand. But let's say it was that. And I would... You know, it gets like one o'clock in the morning and I'd be hyperventilating, thinking, well, well for, for that to happen, then that would have to yeah, happen if that's going to happen. Exactly. You know, and, and you, you can actually make it worse, can't you? Yeah, and do you know, when I start, first started manifesting and trying to visualise, it was really interesting for me because I actually visualised that I wanted to get another ten, fifteen thousand pounds for um, when I was working my corporate job. And I had planned to the T how it was going to happen, the job I was going to get, the job title. I was visualising it. And it never happened. It just didn't happen. But really interestingly, all the doors that shut led to me setting up my coaching business, which actually set up to it happening organically in a completely different way. Sure. And that's often the way, you know, the the universe kind of has a grander plan. And if we can kind of sit back and surrender that actually when things happen that seem like blocks, um, it's if you can act as if, it, as if everything isn't conspiring in your favour, it's a wonderful way to be because when things don't work out, you think, oh, okay, there's a reason for that and another door's going to open. I just can't see it yet. And I try and have that approach to everything and it's served me really well because whenever anything hasn't worked out, something else better always has. Now, may I share the three things that happened off the back of our chat? Oh, please, yeah, do. So what... So. Again, I'm, I'm oversharing. What an episode this is, by the way. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. Um, so what? So Caroline, we had this life coach session, and, and I'm speaking in broad terms here, but Caroline said, well, what do you like to work on? And I said, well, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. Thank you very much. And Caroline said, well, I, I, I know that that isn't true. I can, I, can, I can... To be fair, it wouldn't have taken Sherlock Holmes to work out that I was lying there. Uh, she went, what would you like to work on? And I said, and this is... This is uh, check the ego out on this so, so one of the i said was i would like oh, there's just one thing i would quite like to talk about and uh i just wonder why i'm often the the thing behind the thing and i and i as, as regular as we'll know I, I hope i come across as a i'm a happy chap um it's a very defensive thing to say before i've told this story so i said uh i got into comedy about nine and a half years ago but then i, I become the mc and i said i'm very happy being the mc and genuinely being an MC is, is the right fit for me. But I said, the MC is ultimately the, the, the guy behind the, you know. And then I said, and then I become a TV warm-up. And I love doing TV warm-up. But once again, you're the thing behind the thing. And then I said, at balance, I'm the deputy editor. Now, I, I'm perfectly happy being the deputy editor. I've, I absolutely do not want to be the editor. <laughs> Sophie's a brilliant editor. Nevertheless, that it was very much the third thing where I'm the, the, the guy behind the guy. 
now I may be wrong to think that way because I, I get to have this podcast. I'm a you know I'm a very lucky guy. I run a lovely comedy night and you know blah 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 blah. But nevertheless, it was just interesting to me that there were three separate things where I I was the guy behind the the thing. Anyway, we do a few exercises. Uh, can I say about the right? Yeah, so I wrote, I wrote a letter for you. You write yourself. One thing Caroline will have you doing, you write a letter from fear, which was brutal. Then you write a letter from love, which was almost as brutal because it, it's not it's not easy to do. So there's various exercises that you do. Anyway, Caroline leaves my house. And, and again, I promise I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. Caroline leaves my house, literally waving. Bye. Thanks for coming, Caroline. My phone vibrates. This is this is 100% true. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a TV producer friend of mine. Can you give me a quick call? So while I'm, as I stop waving with my right hand, I put my phone to my ear to call my friend. I've been asked to work on a thing that I'm not allowed to talk about because I've signed uh, an NDA that's like the yellow pages. So you might be thinking, well, that's convenient that you can't talk about it. Trust me, it's inconvenient because I would love to talk about it, but I can't. Um, I think later that day or maybe the next day, I got a phone call from Good Morning Britain. Do you want to appear on the show tomorrow to uh, talk about... It's quite a light-hearted thing. Talk about being bald. Sure. Cut to the next day. I'm literally on Good Morning Britain with Richard Maidley, Aldo Zilli, <laughs> sat next to me. It was lovely, uh, really lovely. Uh, and then... Oh, uh, and then I get contacted. Now, this, this is a thing that had been running on for a while to let me know that I had a line in a sitcom, mm-hmm. right? So these three things all happened within, I would say, 48 hours. Yeah. So, now obviously, the cynic would go, what's a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, it's still pre- that's pretty remarkable stuff, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, and it happens all the time yes. to all my clients. One of my most... My husband laughs so much because one of the things, you know, I will, I, he'll see all these, like, witch emojis and all these things will happen. And now my most commonly um, text statement is, you will not believe what's just happened. And we're talking... 24 to 48 hours of me leaving. And it's because we've removed the resistance. The universe wants to supply you with all that you want. And when you and I are working together, we're removing your emotional resistance, your energetic resistance. And that's what we're doing. We're doing all of that hard work. We're unpeeling the layers back. And we're shifting you from being in a place of resistance to a place of alignment. Then guess what? As soon as you get to a place of alignment, you're in flow and you receive. So if you can imagine that you the universe wants you to receive it wants you that desire is the universe working through you it wants you to have that we get in our own way so when i set that kind of like you know sort of trial for everybody to do it's because the more you can practice being in alignment the easier it is and all of a sudden you're into the secret which is that you just need to do the internal work align yourself with what you want and it'll flow in so maybe if the if the listener Emails in with any anything that happens a, that, a month yeah. from this episode going out. Yes. So if you if you put maybe Caroline Britton episode as yeah. the title, yeah, that'd be good. And then I'll feedback any feedback. I'd love that because I think a lot of our listeners will get a lot out of yeah. what we've talked about here. Yeah. Uh, now, other than Caroline hyphen Britain dot com, is there anything else that you'd like to put out there? No, I mean, what I would say is that 
we often put off doing that internal work because we know it's going to be a bit painful. It's going to open up old wounds, but I would encourage everybody to do it. And it doesn't have to be with a coach, but it is the most important thing you can do. Do not feel that you have to hustle and work harder to get yourself to where you need to be. Do the internal work first, um, whether you've got blocks around money, you're holding on to resentment, you're holding on to anger, anything that's going on. Um, anything that's bothering you is your body crying out for you to deal with it. So start today, don't put it off anymore because it's completely life-changing. See, that's, that is so true, isn't it? Why are so many, and I'm sorry, I've, I've done the classic Columbo thing of bolting on another, another question, but why are, why do so many of us have that hustler mindset? Because that's what the ego loves. We've got the ego and the self and the ego absolutely loves to keep us small, to say that things, I mean, the ego is there to protect us. It's awfully well-meaning, but it's fear-based. It, it operates on external validation. Um, it thinks that everything has to be hard and it's about sacrifice. And actually, we start buying into the fact we are our ego and we're not. We've got this whole other side of us, our true soul and our true self that's kind of crying out to be heard. Um, and I think that you only have to turn on the news or speak to anybody. Everything's about fear and um, all the things that can go wrong and cat catastrophe. And we're infiltrated with it on a daily basis. Um, and... <laughs> It's sort of old conditioning and I would encourage people to just challenge the status quo and don't buy into the fact that um, you're old conditioning, that things have to be difficult, but to try and connect back to self, to try and come back to who you really are and what you want. And how do you do that? You always start with your feelings. May, may I ask, now this is the last question, I yeah, promise, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, there was a phase of this podcast, probably about 20 episodes ago, where it felt like every episode... I was asking. I got. I got really fascinated with with gut and what is gut and what is intuition. So I was asking gut experts. I was asking authors. I mean, this was a thing that kept coming up. I don't. I don't think I've raised it for a while, but because we've talked about it, what do you? Th what do you think this is? Because I. I still don't know what is it about our gut. What is intuition? Um, our gut is because it is incredible when we do follow it and when we are in that yeah. place. And, you know, speaking, I can speak for myself, I wish I was in it more often. Yeah. But on that rare occasion when I am in it and I do follow my gut and then something happens, um, I, I wish I wish I could bottle that feeling, you know. Yeah, it's a connection to source. It's a connection to a bigger realm. It's feeling-led rather than thinking-led. Um, animals use it. We used to use it much more. Um and that's what it is. It's it's feeling based, and our feelings are there for a reason. They're our guidance system. They're trying to tell us things. They're trying to show us what we need to work on, what we need to follow. And we've become so cerebrally led. We always have to think all the time. Yes. Um, so that's what gut is for me. It represents your powerhouse. It's that solar plexus. It's that yellow. It's that feeling. It's that drive. And it's that connection ultimately to something greater than us. Um, and that is why it's so powerful because it has an ability to see way beyond. Remember, every time we're making a decision based on our mind, it is um, limited by the stories we tell ourselves and how we perceive the world and ourselves. So you're always very limited with the decisions you make because you're basing it from this kind of bias and 
But our gut doesn't have that. Our feelings don't have it. It's able to tap into something that can see way beyond this kind of conditioned world that we've all created from ourselves. Um, and that's why it's so powerful. Caroline, uh, always uh, an absolute pleasure. I can't, I can't thank you enough. Um, I nearly asked you all to give a round of applause. Now I remember there's just two of us in a studio. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, that That'd would be, be brilliant. <laughs> People sat... Awkward. <laughs> Someone sat on a busy train with their headphones on just starts. And you know what? I'm going to go for it. Um, Caroline, thank you, thank you so much. So uh, the the website will be on the... Wherever you download your podcast, but it's Caroline... Hyphenbritain.com or I'm Caroline Britain Coaching on Instagram. Oh, she's well. very good on Instagram. Love a bit of Instagram. Good, good uh, Insta action. Caroline, thank you so much. Bless you. Pleasure. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. Thank you. That was great, eh? It was great. I love chatting to you. It was brilliant. Did you enjoy it? I did very much so. I I felt better just for the chat. Huge thanks to Caroline Britton. That URL once again, caroline-britton.com. Why am I reading it out? Given I've hyperlinked it in the episode, I've no idea. Um, If you would like to get in touch, I am podcast at balance.media. Oh, for sales. Sales at balance.media. Huge thank you as always. Thanks to all of you for for listening. Thank you for all the feedback. Ooh, five-star reviews and a positive write-up. It it genuinely helps like you wouldn't believe. Uh, So any of that would be wonderful. Uh, And I'll see you again soon. Thank you as always. means a lot. I've been uh, James Gill. Oh, I've got to plug the balance... uh, Socials at balanceldn. The website is balance.media. And I'm at James Gill Comedy. Uh, huge thanks as always. And thank you again to Caroline Britton uh, and all the people who made the chat happen. Thank you as always, all of you. Bless you. Thank you, bye.